0: And this prayer I will share with you, and then we will have the light of the Lord come in as we begin our worship. Dear God, reveal to us this day what our eyes look for but cannot see, what our ears hear and cannot understand. Shine your light on the pages of our lives and the places where we share the dark. Everyone looks bright and everything looks right. We are not anxious to move out of our darkness where we are fooled. But in the darkness, our motives are not clear. Our ideas are not voiced, And our relationships are not questioned. But when your light shines, everything is like an open window. We see clearly. Help us to move on with you. Light of lights, Lord of lords, we praise you and we pray this precious prayer in your son Jesus' name. May the life of God be brought in as we begin worship this day. We offer your attention and hear what thus saith the Lord. Amen. Gracious and loving God, we come right now thanking you for the reflection and the spiritness that you have granted to our children and young people. Lord, you have set in motion a brand new type of praise, a brand new essence of praise, but a praise that speaks to the relevancy of where we are yet today. God, there's a sweeping edge of great grace and mercy and love that has been shining down upon each of us on a daily basis. If we have lived in darkness, no more. If we have stayed in the past, renew us and restore us. But dear Lord, move me behind the cross and let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be sweet, sweet unto you. That what will come forth will speak to each of our hearts and nurture us as we move into a brand new year. Pray without ceasing. Profess our faith and forgive each other. Praise God at all times promise to serve God, proclaim the love of God, proceed in truth, purpose in our hearts to follow the Lord. These have been the seven daily actions that have been constantly in our bulletin to remind us what we must do on our Christian journeys. I began to write those at the beginning of when I came to this church. They evolved and developed in such a way that they were all great words starting with the letter P. Pray, profess, praise, promise, proclaim, proceed, and purpose unto our heart. Over the last couple of weeks, there have been things that have been set forth in motion. As a matter of fact, they began before we went into our homecoming time, but they began to crystallize during our Advent season. Praise came again. Prepare came also. But also, to proclaim constantly elevated to another level. Today is New Year's Eve. Do you have any watch night prayers you want to pray? Or maybe you have some resolutions you have not yet written down. Have you asked God to help you dream new dreams? Maybe even take an honest look at the challenges of the past And ask him to speak unto your heart the promises of the present. Maybe the celebrations of old and new traditions are the only thing that's connecting you to this time and season. I ask you to think about what is really connecting you to God. And what is God's business anyhow? What does it mean to achieve God's business? Before the word ever went forth, before God even allowed me to see what our students would do, he spoke into my heart and said that the reflections would be insightful. They would only be raw, honest, where our students really are. Because in the harsh reality, in order to become what God is calling you to be. And when you move out of teenagehood, you got to go through the raw season. Real adult world. You walk into this space and it looks kind of strange. You've never been there before and you know that God has prepared you. But it's all new. Because yet, you've never been away just like that. You're learning new things, discovering new people, making new friends, and even saying... She can't be my friend, he's not my type, I don't want anything to do with them beyond my study group. But you see, in order for us to move into newness, we have to look at yet where we've been. The title of the message is simply, Reflections, Jesus is All. Again, I ask you, what is our Father's business? What is God's will for our life? Where do we go from here? If we get the opportunity to wake up in the morning, what does it really mean to move into a new year? Yeah, last year you made some promises. You said you would change. I said I would change. And believe it or not, we all have changed. Maybe not the way we thought we would. Maybe not the way we all wanted to. But we are all in motion for the Lord. Are you willing to change? Some of us say, yes, yes, yes. But our arms simply say, no, no, no. Our mouth say, yes, yes, yes. And our hearts say, no, no, no. Why? Because the comfort of staying the same sometimes supersedes our willingness to change. Again, I asked you, since God's great grace has saved us, are we willing to do his will? How can we receive the authority and the power to live the life God has prepared for us? Invite others in to be transformed, reconciled, forgiven children of God. But we don't want to look at ourselves. Earlier in the year, I preached a sermon that invited us to look in the mirror. As the mirrors moved around the sanctuary, we quickly gave them to someone else. I don't want to be caught. I don't want the mirror in my hand. Give it to somebody else. The harsh reality is sometimes it's hard to look in the mirror. So you see, in the book of Luke, this is the only passage. Where Jesus is a young man. He's about 12 years old. And simply, his parents think he's gone to town, and they go to town after him. When they get to town, he's not there. Can't you see Jesus' mama dance, and where is that boy? You told me you was going to pick him up. You said he was going up the street, and he was going in the town. Where is he? But can't you see Jesus' mama just trying to plead his case? But basically, she's angry. And daddy is angry. Where is that boy? They finally that Jesus is gone to the temple. And Jesus is not just any old 12-year-old. Jesus is in the temple holding court. He's talking to the altar, and asking questions. He's answering that. And he's just sitting in the court. Oh, the Most High God. Holding court. That is both an example of perseverance and a Because Jesus' parents expected him to be where they said for him to be. I'm not preaching a message of disobedience to our young people, telling them to go someplace else, but Jesus said something profound. I've got to be about my father's business. So what's your business? What's Jesus' business for you? If you're in college, Jesus' business is getting education. Because the tuition payment is due every January and every August. And if you get there, you need to be about the business of being in school, handling your business. so your business is a business of being prepared. What God has said, I prepared a plan. A plan for you. I know the plans for your life. But if you choose not to walk this way, those claims might get an easy Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Stay the course, no matter how tough it gets. Oh, I'm a believer knowing when drop-air day is. But I'm not a believer of quitting before the miracle happens. I'm a believer knowing what it costs to be the boss Your parents' partnership in becoming who God is calling you to be. Because for such a time as this, you're brought God into a new relationship. Parents of teenagers, your relationship with them is changing. You're not their clock. You're not responsible for making all their clothes and folding up their beds. This is the time for you to pray into their life a spirit of intuitiveness. That they become initiators of walking in their faith. Even if they don't know where the next step is coming, this is the time here to say, Go on, baby. Walk that walk. Walk that thing. Keep on stepping. You are your children's, children's greatest cheerleader. Oh, yeah, they're going to make some mistakes. They're going to bounce a few checks. <laughs> they can't chase them like we used to could chase them. And we couldn't chase them very well if the truth be told. Because you can't chase when you don't have no money. <laughs> but now we're moving into 2007, no more Because we're proclaiming how good and grateful it is to be prepared to do the will of God. Amen. I'm also going to say it takes investment of time. It takes investment of listening. But it takes a heart of repentance and forgiveness. Somebody forgave your deed in chemistry class. And you told them that you did your best. God forgave you because you know you didn't even study. It's a new day, a new season. And we have to encourage our children not only with truth, but the revelation now is that God is not a one-time wonder. What He's done for you? What He's done for me? He'll do for this in their way, in their time, in their season, on their hour. That's how good our God is. So I say to you, our Father's business is about loving God, loving one another, and walking by His grace. Amen. On this New Year's Eve, many of us have promised to make changes solely based upon our human energy. i stop by here to tell you, human energy is good, but God's grace and love and mercy and forgiveness is greater than our energy. But we need Him. Everything about our breath and being, we need a living God. Amen. We not only need to believe, we need to know through the old and new Old Testament scriptures of 1 Samuel and Psalms, they reminded us that we ought to know the presence of God. When you close your eyes and feel the Spirit, maybe it's the breath of someone familiar that God will simply use to say, I am with you. Maybe it's the remembrance of when you were sure that everything was alright, that you can proclaim God and offer up to his name to be exalted. For he is peace. Jesus is worthy of all the praise you saw and did not see. He has <laughs> touched us in spite of faithful nature. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. God is worthy is simply enough. But can you reflect upon the mere changes that he's made? You know in your journal, you started writing in black ink, then the black ink pen ran out, so you started writing in blue ink, and the blue ink ran out because you was writing so much. But then you decided, I ain't going to write no more down, because I've never fulfilled these promises. This is the day that I ask you to begin writing it down. you <laughs> you. Because God has set in motion a reflective nature that says, I am with you always. I'm calling you to go forward. Nothing in your past will outsmart the faith of today. I'm asking you to stand as a convicted daughter and son of Jesus Christ and believe what's against again." Don't say about yesterday, I'm talking about today. For the commentary writer said, will you talk about the Father's business now? The Colossians passage tells us that the spiritual characteristic of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience are important. But if you don't know that the Colossians community, were stricken by false teachings. And Paul was reminding them to remember yet who God is. Not who God was, but who God is yet. And how he has spoken up to our hearts to be yet fresh and anew. Yesterday's blessings are great. For he is calling us to persevere into today. Turn to your neighbor and say, today is today. Well, yesterday, it's today. Persevere through this day. Stay with your eyes wide open, your ears open, your heart willing to be reconciled. Yes, Yes, I say willing. Are you willing to seek God and be prepared to do His work? And then not only be prepared to do His work, but are you willing to be the light in a broken space? Imagine how dark some places in our lives really are. We leave the sanctuary, we stop singing the songs in the choir, and we walk away into our own home. God's peace is still there, he is the one to embrace. His love is still there even though the world is broken. For God expects us, His church, His body, His being, to be that persevering kind of life—the one that says, even when I fell there, that I would get back up. But the business of the Lord will take us into places that we don't know. Because Jesus tells his mama, not being slipped, not being fresh, not being out of order, i got to be about my father's business. So in 2007, what is your business? If your business is to have your eyes awakened, pray that God will give you clarity. If your business has already allowed your eyes to be awakened and you are seeking God's plans and direction, you have to be willing to pray that God will give you a plan of action. If your eyes are awakened and your plan of action is in motion, you still have to pray that God will allow you to walk by faith and not by sight and take the first step because the truth is, that's the same plan of action you wrote three years ago. If you've gotten the clarity of mind and the plan of action and you've made that first step, God says, I want to speak to you. To help you and guide you to stay on the road. For the business of the Lord will take us places. Sometimes it's a dusty road that will cause us to battle hopelessness and despair. The answer is still, do your father's business. Sometimes our road will take a junket to the left. And we'll have momentary sadness. Because the best of our plans have fallen a tad bit short. Make some new ones. God is speaking to you right now. For his business of renewal is right now. If he's spoken to your heart, and you say, I'm hurting. Ask for that love that offers you perseverance. To get back, stand up, Claim, profess, yes. promise, yes. proceed, and purpose in your heart to be all that God is calling you to be. The doors of the church are open. If you don't know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, today is the day. Amen. Amen.